everybody black. <laughs> I am. Betting on black tonight. Welcome to Black Mentality, where we aim to intersect our daily black experiences with our mental health needs. What does that mean? Well, just trying to achieve a state of mental wellness in this economy as a black person. Now, before I begin, I just want to acknowledge and pay my respects to the traditional owners of this nation. I'm coming to you from Darug and Gandagaraleg. Wow, I can't speak anymore, but you get what I mean. Anyway, today I have a great Oh my gosh, a great person with me, a special host, my first guest, um, and her name is Nessa. I actually want you to um, introduce yourself because I'm not as great at um, introductions <laughs> like you are. I should have taken a lesson from you, but essentially, I suppose before you introduce yourself, I can I can at least you know gas her up Help a bit a because yeah, a I was like <laughs> technically she she was the face of um, Black Lives Matter movement in um, Adelaide. If anyone actually did look at that as well, oh. but like the, the main thing is obviously like she really contributed to a lot of um, I suppose what was happening there, and you're also the founder of the. Um, Adelaide Youth Youth Society. Youth yeah, Society? youth. Yes, Adelaide Youth Network. Yeah, yes. so she's she's making some moves. Definitely making <laughs> some moves. If anything, she really is trying to embody this particular, I suppose, black essence of self love, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, well, well, hello, yes. everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Vanessa. As you know, it's so weird, like introducing myself, but yeah, like. <laughs> I absolutely um, love all things black. I am also learning as I'm going because that always obviously hasn't been the case growing up. Mm. Um, but love just with all the craziness that's happening right now. I love, even though you think it's the worst time to be black, like I love being black in this mm-hmm. moment. So mm-hmm. yes, I'm super excited for this topic because it's going to be great. Um, and I'm so excited to be on here, honestly. Yeah, thanks for coming here. Honestly, mm. I'm so gassed to actually have you because, like, we've been talking like behind the scenes, and like, yeah, I think it's great to actually sort of like share each other's perspectives. And I love your podcast too. By the way, <laughs> how could I forget? <laughs> she is the owner of a podcast. Could you tell us more of your podcast? Oh, nice. Um, so I am the resident talker, if you may <laughs> say, of, of Uncommon Podcasts. Yeah. Um, it has been something that works for just over a year now or so, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's just pretty much about just living life not based on society standards. So living mm-hmm. life in a way that is uncommon. So what we think is common in society, what we see as normal, natural, the be all and end all, I want us to be opposite of that i want us to live life in a way that is uncommon holding our own narrative taking you know taking the reins pretty much and saying you know i don't want to be like this or i do want to be like this and that's okay um and pretty much talk talking all things through gender to racism to people minding their own business and they should be doing that so it's yeah it's pretty much something it's again as you're saying as well it's like your own little i remember you said in one of your podcast episodes that like the, your podcast is like your own little diary and I feel the exact same way um yeah. so yeah 
I, I think I love listening to your diary. Let me just tell you. Yeah. Like, oh, you. I, I don't know if I'm being intrusive, but like I basically live on uh, your diary. It's like a public platform, but yeah, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly. So yeah, guys, that's pretty much me in a nutshell, I think. Yeah. So the incredible Nessa, everyone, clap for her standing ovation. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, it's great to actually have you here. So basically the theme that I'm... I've been thinking about. I know that there's a lot that's going on. Um, this is not trying to sort of diminish what's going on or trying to ignore or be ignorant to everything that's going on around the world, but even in our own backyard, aka Melbourne. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to sort of actually focus more on, I guess, we're aware that stuff has been happening to us for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I've always been a, um, a particular advocate for minding our own racial wellness because Mm -hmm. no matter what um that will not necessarily occur um if we try to ask other people to assist us with that so it's generally Mm -hmm. something that will need to be generated from within essentially so my theme is about really again decolonizing the mind not necessarily looking for a white savior or anything like that Mm. but just basically wanting to actually see how you show up for yourself as a black woman how you actually love yourself in a sense so that's generally my thing today so just offhand what are your thoughts on that so far i think embodying blackness and embodying black self-love very different from just a normal like self-care self-love routine because obviously like there's a whole element of pressure there's a whole Mm. element of oppression in a sense there's a whole element of trying to fit into a box so I think when we come to a point of embodying our blackness and embodying black self-love really elevates everything because generally if you think about it not only are we trying to be like I love myself as a woman I gotta love myself with like my hair I gotta love myself with my accent I gotta love myself with my notes I gotta love myself with all these features that may not seem um you know like fit in this you know in a a world that we live in or I have to love myself as being black I have to love myself as being darker so like embodying all of that I think it's really important and Genuinely, I love this subject because not only does it just because it's great to talk about self-love and, you mm. know, empowering ourselves. Mm. But as a black woman, as a black person, there, there is a deeper element. It, it, we do have to elevate that. So I actually I think it's very, very important as well, because mm. as I was saying before, it, it's so much deeper than just like a normal skincare routine like you know what I mean like it's so much deeper than just saying oh yeah like you know go out to the shops and get you a few clothing or material things it's so much deeper than that I agree 110 percent now just stemming off that how do you show up for yourself then how do you love yourself as a black woman if you're happy to share that yeah no it's to be honest it can be hard Mm -hmm. but the one thing I generally have to say as so I'm like an introvert, extrovert, ambivert, right? So when I'm with people, I am, mm. I am alert, I am sharp. Mm. But then when I'm like, I want to be alone, I want to mm. be alone, alone, you know? So I think for me, the one thing that I've really learned, especially showing up for myself is one, being okay in your own skin, one comfortability mm. in who you are, as mm-hmm. in 
I'm a crazy personality. Um, so I have to be comfortable in that because mm-hmm. I think the one thing when you can't show up for yourself, if you're constantly fighting within yourself, mm-hmm. right? You can't show up for yourself if you are unsure about who you are, because who do you show up for if you don't know who you are? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's one of my first things. But another thing I would say for me is surrounding yourself with like your group, your tribe, your people, mm-hmm. because for me, that has been, a massive showing out because I've I've got a very small tribe where it's like girl we're going out girl we're gonna drink and girl we're gonna enjoy ourselves <laughs> you know like and it it it's crazy to some but for me I'm like that's just when you're like you know what lose all inhibitions enjoy your blackness enjoy who we are go out as an African woman don't just go out as like I'm trying to be proper today or mm. you know professional I'm just going out as myself um enjoying with my tribe that's one thing um but for me to the other extent, I just love sitting down and reading a book. Mm. Like I love uh, reading and I just genuinely, I can go through a whole book in a day and maybe two if I'm really in the zone. Mm. Um, and that also just gets me because I love the thought of just going to another world, imagining what's happening in life and just everything's different. And I love reading African authors because mm. yeah, mm. it's just been super amazing. So yeah, that's the two extremes of me for me showing up for myself because mm. I know myself in the sense of, I know I can be, I need that moment of being with people and being crazy and loud and laughing and going through. <laughs> like I need that, but I also yes. need the moment where I the kicky moment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But then I also need moments where I'm just, by myself you know in my room just reading Mm, and mm, that's mm. me showing up because I know not only does my mental health need it but Mm. I need to be rejuvenated in that sense as well Mm, yeah Yeah. wow that's amazing that's actually quite fantastic to hear because it seems like you really know how to place a lot of boundaries when boundaries need to be made and you're essentially Mm. trying to make sure that you're always at the center of your health so essentially you're looking at um what you need to do to actually make yourself comfortable, but also to I suppose, remain true to yourself. That's amazing. That's actually yeah, really absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. Oh, well, that was a bit of a warm up. <laughs> wow. So in line with um, loving yourself, really, um, I've got a game for you. Oh, so, I know, I know. <laughs> so we did talk about this. So I kind of gave you a bit of a heads up, but either way, you don't know the questions and yeah. you don't know the twist. Yeah, so basically, I'm just going to give you about eight questions or not necessarily questions, statements as well, mm-hmm. but just for you to answer or complete the following. Um, the twist is really has to be whatever comes to your mind first. So about oh five gosh. seconds for each, if possible. <laughs> Girl. So that would be the fun part. That's the twist. It's always okay. I always love that because it's like word association. Yeah, you literally. Really it's the to... first you don't think yeah. about this. You're like, let me have a very deep censored thought about what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yes. You I need am. a minute to prepare. <laughs> Let's do this. Let me give it a shot. Let's say. All right. Number one. Mm. Describe three things that make you happy. Food, friends, and family. I sound triple S. I love triple S. I know. I was like, did you really do that on purpose? And I'm just like the order though. I'm just like, oh, I love that. No, no, food, friends, and family. I love that. Yes. (laughs) You know what? I'm there with you on food for sure. Oh gosh, yes. All right, now, 
Name five things that you like about yourself. Okay, I am passionate. I am friendly. I am smart. I think I'm. I think I am. Hey, um, three. That's five. Yeah. I. I, I am also a procrastinator, which I kind of yeah. love about myself. Okay. And I fight hard. I, I fight hard for people I love. So I fight yes. hard. Oh, yes. I love that. Well, yeah. I purposely put five because generally people who are not in tune with themselves find it difficult to actually answer that. But look at you, girl. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you yeah, like, I, I was just like, I'm a procrastinator too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, she came prepared. Like, mind you, she doesn't have the que- like the questions at all. I have no like, idea. Me like... throwing them on her. So, like, that's amazing. The fact that you could actually come up with five. And oh that, like, you're definitely demonstrating that there's a lot of, um, I suppose, mental work that you've done for yourself. Oh, as well. yeah. Yes. Yes. And like you said, still an ongoing process, but either way, you're pretty much like inspiring people right now. Get to that level. Get to her mm. level right now. Hey. All right. Let's go. All right. Complete the sentence. Your family and friends would describe you as? Feisty. Oh. In a good and bad way. <laughs> <laughs> I put that okay. little quote. In a good okay. and bad way. Okay. As I said, like I fight hard if it's for something I love, mm-hmm. but I will also quite hard if I'm against something so yeah. it can be good and bad yes yeah I get you I get you yeah <laughs> <laughs> now number four name three achievements that you are proud of <laughs> um achievements I'm proud of I am proud that I am pretty much done uni so I'm really proud Ooh. of my grades at uni Yay. I am proud of my achievements within myself as in like I used to like hate myself and now I'm like hey look at me and I'm proud of my achievement as again actually a friend because I actually was a really crap friend back in the day hey um but here I am accountability gosh damn girl you have growth for sure thank you oh lord that was really hard because I'm like (laughs) Can I just do the material achievements? I'm like, nah, let's just go in. Let's just expose myself. And that was within that five seconds too. Girl, you're you're good. (laughs) Definitely quick on your feet. And I agree. You remember how you said that you're smart? You think you're smart? You kind of questioned yourself a little bit, but I was like, yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) And congrats on uni, by the way. That's great. Thank you. Yes. 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 The future holds no limits for you. Exactly. Breaking barriers is my new goal. So let's do it. I love it. Oh, that's it. Quote of the day. Breaking barriers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, number five. Describe something that makes you unique. Okay, then I shouldn't ask a question. Oh, dang. Um, describe something that makes me unique. I would say my heart. Because I think every heart is different. Like, in a sense of the way you love, the way you mm. receive love, it's all unique. Yeah, definitely. That sounded so much more deeper than I thought. I thought I was, <laughs> I was thinking of, like, my physical heart. You'd be like, no, we all have the same heart, girl. Like, <laughs> it still pumps blood. <laughs> but I meant, like emotional part of it emotions yeah. yes oh that's funny no that's great no again i'm still in awe like just your responses are actually very deep and meaningful <laughs> not intended at all <laughs> no no either way it, it definitely again it's it's the, this is your personality that's what it seems yes. like now name an unhelpful trait that you have been struggling with unhelpful trait i've been struggling with mm-hmm. 
Um, sometimes, yes, I sometimes let my emotions over make me overthink, like, mm-hmm. and I put myself into a deeper hole than what I intentionally intended. So I think that's something I've been struggling with a lot. Mm-hmm. I think since forever, but yeah, that's been something that I struggle with where mm-hmm. I overthink and then my emotions be like, yeah, you know, she kind of meant this. And I was like, oh, did they really mean this? And then I just go deep into that hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, honestly, that is, again, like, I think I just have to like say, in the midst of everything that thank you so much for actually being very honest and transparent like this is just i didn't expect this <laughs> i was like, <laughs> like <laughs> i was thinking like, superficial yeah. answers but this is actually amazing you know so i really appreciate the fact that like you're actually going depth and explaining what i suppose your responses are so thank yeah. you so much for that yeah no you're being very vulnerable right now it's <laughs> oh, me oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay number seven two more left almost done name a strategy you have thought of to work on that trait being this one i have thought about it because it's always bugging me Mm -hmm. being more intentional with Mm -hmm. my thinking and Mm -hmm. just sometimes taking things as they are face value Mm -hmm. and my other strategy is literally just asking a question like did you mean this or did you like I just this is what you said did you mean it and it's Mm -hmm. it's hard to confront because sometimes you don't want to look crazy Mm -hmm. but for my mental health I'm like before I look crazy by thinking it I may as well just be like hey just double checking what did you mean by that or just double checking um you said this I just wanted to know what you mean Mm -hmm. done and dusted yeah yeah for sure no wow like you've definitely had a real think about this for sure it sounds it bugs me I I never do it (laughs) It's crazy. I never do it, but I think about it. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the fact that like you have been thinking about it and you're actually quite aware that this is yeah. a particular trait that's bothering you, um, that's yeah. a step in itself. Being yeah. aware of something is actually quite um, powerful. Yeah. And just even like, when you said that sometimes you ask questions, you're clarifying someone's um, yeah. words or intentions. And that's very powerful in itself because I tell you sometimes whenever I'm angry, the first thing you think of is jumping to conclusions but like yeah definitely it's about trying to um i suppose really challenge your own thinking isn't it yeah so now you're doing great (laughs) (laughs) getting there yeah then the last question so name three things that you are hopeful for oh i am hopeful that i break every barrier like glass ceiling i'm hopeful Mm -hmm. for change for the opportunity for me to break glass ceilings Mm -hmm. i'm hopeful that we live in a world where and i'm not talking about western world guys because i'm Mm -hmm. all for africanism so live in a world where africa is actually able to sustain itself as a continent and be free without like the dependence of yes with the dependence of our colonialists pretty much and Mm -hmm. i'm third thing i'm hopeful for I'm really hopeful. This is going to sound so selfish, but I'm really hopeful for love. Like, I'm like, I'm like a weird romantic at heart. So I'm yes. really hopeful to like, you know, have that dream of spending, you know, 60, 70 years with yeah. someone who's still just as oh, in love with adorable. them. It's not, yeah. Yes. Just the last part, there was a little cute, but you know, the other <laughs> two I really met. <laughs> well, I'm actually going to question you a little bit though. Why do you think it's selfish to actually want that for myself? I don't know. I think as a woman, and I think maybe this is something I think about. I think as a woman, sometimes as a black woman as well, like I'm 
and people know me and mm. not people, not everyone knows me, but like those who know me know that I'm very, you know, outspoken for, you know, gender equality and feminism mm. and mm. no, not just feminism, sorry, intersectionality mm-hmm. of feminism. Yeah. Um, but just about, and I really do mean it. I am very strong on just being your own woman and being your own mm. self. But, mm. and I think sometimes that can get mixed up in I don't need no man I'm fine by myself Mm -hmm. kind of thing and that's never my intention I I love love Mm -hmm. um but I'm also it's crazy like I love love but I'm also okay if I don't have it but I'm hopeful for it that I would you know like yeah yeah. well one of our um I suppose in psychology we do think about the fact that like there are essentially a hierarchy of needs um but not just that but like the fundamentals that we need as human beings yeah. to get by yeah. one of them is love so yeah. it's not necessarily a selfish thing and I think with anything when it comes to feminism womanism or anything like that it's about the choice isn't it like yeah. if someone wants to be um traditional they can be traditional if someone yeah. wants to be a romantic at heart oh definitely they can be yeah yes. <laughs> they don't need no man that's completely fine too <laughs> exactly, exactly exactly yeah, yeah. no thank you so much for um, playing that game that was so Ooh, fun wow i'm not just by myself and i'm out here airing my dirty laundry <laughs> for you trace wow <laughs> no i definitely think um you didn't air dirty laundry. You were just actually setting an example to how to love yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you were doing. <laughs> you had a blueprint for everyone right there. Like that was just beautiful to hear. Honestly. Like I, I love the fact that like you've been that vulnerable and the, the main thing, if it, okay, this is going to sound weird and I hope it doesn't offend you. But the main thing I'll take away from that was actually your last statement, which was about self-sustainability of the African countries. But then yeah. um, I'm sort of translating that into how we perceive ourselves or our self-esteem because yeah. I'm like, that's exactly what we want to achieve a, yeah. a, a level where we're just loving ourselves and not necessarily seeking that external validation from, Hey, white people love us. Yeah. White institutions love us. No, yeah, exactly. Us to love us on us for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. thank you for that. Worries. Wow. Um, we talked about this a little bit, but um, I did ask if you had any particular quotes that you wanted to talk about today. Um, if you have any quote related to black self-love or anything like that. Well, I kind of heard you like remember how I was like, this is a quote for sure. <laughs> Breaking, <laughs> Breaking barriers. barriers. <laughs> yeah. So um, did you have anything in particular, like in terms of a quote that you might have come across that resonates with your self-love journey i was gonna say you go first <laughs> so yeah. that i could think of it sure sure i can go first well um i came across one um from janelle monet so the she's a singer uh, she's amazing you know what i slept on her for a while to be honest like i'm not gonna lie same actually yeah. not gonna lie there as yeah. well yeah and then like about, um, was it 2018? Yeah. That's when I sort of actually really got into her music and when she released Django Jane and then she released, oh. um, I like, like that. Um, I like that. And I was like, I like that, this yes. woman is like yeah. my, my spirit sister for sure. Yeah. But anyway, she, she said something that was very, um, unique for me because I was like, this is a I suppose the epitome of my journey into self-love and expressing myself as a black woman. She said, even if it makes others uncomfortable, I love who I am. Mm. And I was like, I love that so much. I'm just like, 
wow this is literally what i live for i'm very intentional about certain things that i do yeah and i love that with all my heart in terms of like how she expressed them yeah any thoughts on that particular quote I think that's good. And now that you said that, mm. I, I'm going to lie, I cheated a bit, but I remembered, <laughs> I just, cause I love Nina Simone and I remember she has heaps of amazing quotes about yeah. you know, being black and being a exactly. woman, being, you know, yeah. loving yourself. She was unapologetic and, for sure. Oh, yeah. Love her. Mm. Um, and so I just like literally just Googled cause one of my favorite quotes, I couldn't remember what it was, but now I do. Mm. Um, so she literally said that you've got to learn to leave the table when love's yes. no longer being served. Oh. Yes. right yes and i remember that quote per se because i'm like i didn't i didn't remember it off head but i remember that quote per se because i remember um it resonated with me in the sense of sometimes it's not just the love people give you but it's mm. also the love you're giving yourself mm-hmm. so you've got to know when to leave and be like hold up take a step back vanessa mm. i'm not serving myself love hold up take a step back my surroundings isn't showing love like as mm-hmm. a black woman especially mm-hmm. and for me yeah and i think it's really important one you have to know it's like it doesn't matter what anyone says how you love yourself mm-hmm. shouldn't be compared to how someone else loves themselves mm-hmm. again bringing it back to as a black woman because there is so much depth to it as a black woman to love yourself mm-hmm. um but also how to be aware and self-aware in the fact that like when you realize you're not feeding yourself love to actually Mm. be like, hold on, stop. Why aren't I serving myself? Like I need to actually leave this table of self-doubt, leave this table of Mm. um, anger or leave this table of bitterness or whatever it is Mm. and just be like, hold up. Why, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I angry at myself? Mm. Why am I constantly putting down myself? Mm. Why aren't I feeling love? Leave that table and just self-examine and like actually realize what it is. So, absolutely true absolutely true and yes. honestly look anything janelle Monet says or sings i'm just yeah. like girl you're right 100 I, I don't care <laughs> i know she literally like again like she's been defying i suppose even like gender perceptions or yes. gender suppose, dressings because yes. it's just necessary like I-, I was like why have i been slipping on cis for a long time like you know what i mean like yeah. like I was, yeah 2018 was definitely the year i was like on her stuff and i was like this is ridiculous that it's taking me that long, but she's been out for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, thank you for that quote for sure. Oh, Nina Simone is, I think, again, the epitome of self-love because she, given her, oh, given her whole, I suppose, exposure to a lot of the, like, it wasn't even microaggression. It was like, like a major. Macro. Yeah, it was <laughs> macroaggression. <laughs> basically like people were in to show that like they were being racist they were having competition to see how to degrade nina to be honest but she just defied all odds and it's just amazing because i'm like that's honestly showing resilience as well and she's very much rooted in her blackness to a level that nothing can shake her off her um her pride in a sense yeah, no, I exactly. think that was I think that was amazing just to yeah to hear that. No, thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're full of like a lot of content to be honest. <laughs> you're full of a lot of content, girl. I love it. Um, yeah, well, I'm thinking we can go on to the next segment, which is betting on black. Did you have any nice. particular black people that embody within the theme of self love that are basically, I suppose. Um, 
unapologetically black or anything wow. so based in australia based in a yeah. mainly preferences australia however let's yeah, yeah. go um <laughs> external because i know sometimes when it comes to certain things like it's hard to um i suppose paint the picture yeah. in australia yeah i think for me again it's based on who you surround yourself with mm-hmm. if if you are surrounding yourself with people who embody mm-hmm. blackness and who embody black love and who embody um being true to who they are mm-hmm. one not only do you see it within them but you kind of see it within yourself because you then realize i can't be the only one slagging off in mm-hmm. this group you yeah. know what i mean it gives you so much accountability so for me um i've got like a few people i'm like gonna oh, shout out all go my friends ahead. now <laughs> But uh, <laughs> no, please, um, we love that here. <laughs> um, I really want shout out my one of my closest sisters. Her name is yeah. Mama Sue. Um, yeah. she's finding Yande on Instagram. Mm. Um, one thing oh, I love about yes. her, she's very outspoken, mm. very, very firm in the rights, especially for a woman. She's very mm. like, you know what? Like, I'm a woman. I'm a black woman. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. own my space. Yes. You aren't giving me the right space. I'm gonna create my own room, create my own table, create my yes. own chairs, and and cutlery and then create that space like she's Mm. very much a go-getter and i love that Mm. um another girlfriend of mine sharono um she is a great writer Mm -hmm. and she's doing spades she did a whole poet she had a theater performance a couple Mm. of days ago not actually last week or something like that yeah um and just owning strides as an african woman especially in adelaide like Girl, I don't know about you, but Adelaide is small, small. Like, Adelaide is small. So, like, when uh. you see a black person, like, <laughs> like, actually doing something and is seen and shown for that, mm. it really, really is like, oh, mm. my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, and last person, oh, my God, there's so many people. But, okay, no, last person would be, again, Jocelyn, the science caterpillar, um, as mm-hmm. we talked about last time. Yeah. We all know after my interview, she's just doing amazing things in her field, um, amazing things with confidence. She's very much... Um, a booster of confidence like you would literally be like ah oh, girl nah and she'd be like nah stop it feel yourself mm. you are fly you are this and yeah. she would just boost you up mm. um, so I think we all need people like that in our circle and we all need people who inspire us in different ways mm. even if it's not even in something you're passionate about like mm. for me my girlfriend Sharona she's great poetry writer all of that I'm just like girl I'm not creative my mind does not even know how to like mm. create something like that but then acknowledging that her hobbies um she's making strides in what she loves to do and her passion yes Mm. it may be different but at the end of the day having someone who embodies who she is as a black woman and that's what i love Mm. about each and every one of them in those fields they don't try and assimilate you know it's like it's not like oh i remember like me and my girlfriend sharon she was talking she was just like Bro, like, I will read on Black authors. I will write about Black stuff. I'm not going to talk about... And she's not like, I'm going to put down things that's happening, like, whether it's... um What's that thing that... The Jewish Holocaust or anything like that? She's mm. like, I'm going to talk about Black experience. You know mm. what I mean? Like, and I think that's important where you stand up for your Blackness mm. in a space that may say, like, oh, you're, that tries to put down your experiences. Mm. Um, so I think it's really important. So yeah, that's, I think an also important part is embodying your blackness, embodying black self-love mm. is also surrounding yourself with re- people who do embody that. Mm. I know mm. not everyone has that opportunity, but I think if you do, I think it's really amazing because it, it boosts you up as well. Can I just say that these ladies are lucky to have you as a friend, the way that you're gassing and hyping them up. <laughs> and by no means am I saying that they actually don't deserve it because I'm 
definitely know two of the um the the ladies you were talking about and i was like oh gosh yes yes like they deserve all the hype in the world to be honest like i know i'm finding yande and um jocelyn like a science caterpillar i follow both of them and i love their content i'm just like yes please give me more of this and then i couldn't quite catch the a third person you mentioned. What was her so, name? So, Sharona, Sharona Mangira. Lauren, help me if I butcher her name. She'd be like, <laughs> girl, we've been friends for so long. She's Kenyan. So, C-H-E-R-O-N-O and then M-A-N-G-I-R-A. Okay. Yes. You are getting a follow today, by the way, Sharona. Because <laughs> um, uh, if, yes. if Nessa is like vouching for you, it's real. It's real. I love but, it. Um, but really uh, though, yeah, yeah, embodying black love and black self-love and your blackness, it really yeah. does. One, it's, it is a definitely an accountability thing where you mm. take that for yourself, but it's mm. really important to surround yourself Mm. with people as well who who do who you're seeing doing great things because yeah. Yeah. that makes you think oh wow it's possible to be black yeah. to be a woman and to be successful and to be outspoken but not yes. seen as yeah yes definitely no I, I love everything that they're doing creating spaces for themselves and actually centering themselves in blackness that is exactly i suppose what your journey to black self-love can consist of because if you're not really immersing yourself in the black experience then you are getting a threat to your own blackness or your own relation to your black self yeah so no i think that's fantastic oh i love that definitely love it and i will um include everyone that you mentioned um in i suppose in the mentions (laughs) whenever i'm like posting on um insta so yeah. yeah, no, we'll move on to the other segment. I know it's a bit late for you yeah. and you have yeah. your food to get to. <laughs> As you said, one of your loves is food. So it's I will not food. I will not stand in between you and your first love. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds so bad when I think about it. I'm like, I put food over family. Come on, girl. <laughs> oh, it happens. Well, it happens. again, it's one of those things where we do need food to live. Otherwise, would you have room Thank to love? You. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. See, that makes me feel better. That's so good. <laughs> well, in terms of um, Let's Talk Black, which is the segment mm. I generally um, do to just um, hash out a bit more about like the stuff we've been talking about. Yeah. And with the thing that we've been talking about, self-love, um, as you know, I quite like a little bit of research in there. Yes, so, you do. <laughs> I did kind of try to look for something that was uh, related to our topic. Mm. mainly starting off again with Australian context. Um, I did come across something. However, it was more so about talking about the mixed identity of uh, Aboriginality. So like being um, Aboriginal, but with a mixture of white and a mixture of something else. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's not necessarily speaking on what I actually want to talk about, which is, um, again, that self-esteem, that love or that um, ability to just be unapologetically black so i was like yeah it's not necessarily what i'm looking for so i had to venture out of, of the country unfortunately which tends to happen quite a lot whenever there's course, anything yes. related to black related <laughs> um, research so i actually went to america mm-hmm. go figure everywhere everything is in america <laughs> and came across an article by naidi okiki Adeyanju, my, she's Nigerian. Yeah, I think she is. And I was like, I really hope like I'm not butchering her name because (laughs) she also did a really amazing TED talk. Um, it was called. Let me actually find it for you because 
because Ooh. I think uh, I think everyone should actually listen to it. Yeah, that's how I came across her. But um, you know, when your internet then decides to not work, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool, be you, do you right now. I'm like, just remember this. I'll I'll, I'll come for you later on. Um, but basically, um, she did a TED talk, and it was on. I believe I am about to get it. The positive identity, I believe that's what it was. Ooh. Yeah, the positive identity. And she, I suppose, focuses on the black self identity and self esteem when it comes to her research. So okay. she had other people that were um, that were writing this particular paper with her and that this particular study, but it was essentially trying to see whether this particular intervention called celebrating the strengths of black youth mm-hmm. um which is a 10 session small group activity for young children where they actually try to implement strength-based preventative interventions that are designed to boost the self-esteem and racial identity of black americans so they kind of just wanted to see whether that was effective or not and with each session, it emphasizes the strengths of the African-Americans through activities about family cohesion, the accomplishments of black people and racial mm. pride. And the program also then focused on respecting other people's differences and being responsible member in society. And okay. what they found was that had a profound um, positive impact on the black self-esteem of those kids and their families. Well, they had to mention that there were variables that could actually skew this data because mm. the sample that they had for um, the, the amount of people that were registered to attend in that particular group was quite small. And most of them were from a middle income class okay. family. Yeah. So, so they were quite educated. The parents were educated and they were quite um, keen for things that are, uh, Um, about elevating their blackness right so it's not always the case but either way again it might sound biased but i'm gonna focus on that the main thing is the fact that she could find that celebrating the strengths of black youth actually increases self-esteem imagine that yeah so it's like again when we talk about that self-love and like that's like you said self-sustainability we want to be looking at ourselves to actually elevate ourselves and actually build a particular identity that we're proud of and have that unapologetic expression of our blackness and of our pride of being black in a sense. So yeah, Absolutely. that's what do you think that's about really, that? I was going to say, I find that really interesting that like when, you know, others, whether it's others or ourselves, whether we're, and I mean, it's obvious that when we're celebrated, mm. we are, our self-esteem increases because we're like, yeah, you did a good job. And yeah. We're like, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. But when others, other black people, other black youths, I, I really love that, are celebrated, it boosts our self-esteem. Mm. Like, you know, and I think, and that actually, I think that plays a lot into the blackness as, as a black culture, as blackness, mm. because it, it's, it's so rare and it's mm. not like it's not happening, but it's so rare to be celebrated mm. um, as a black person. I mean, yes. it happens. It's not saying that we don't, but it's so rare for it to be one publicized. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's so rare for us to hear it, even amongst ourselves, because I think we've come to the point where we're like, we're not really. I'm like, I'm not accept. I'm not expecting you to, you know, pump me up. I got. Mm. I have to get this. Mm. I, I have to be strong. I have to just do it. And I think mm-hmm. I find that really interesting. So it literally just shows that whether we know it or not 
like one person's success or our success or our growth as black people, mm-hmm. our growth or progress does actually entail within each other. Like I need to see, or I need to hear about all the amazing things you're doing, Tracy. And I'm just like, oh, this girl's doing so good. And mm-hmm. then it boosts my self-esteem to be mm-hmm. like, you know what? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's actually really good. Cause to be honest, now that I think about it, I don't really like, it doesn't boost me up when I see a white person achieving something big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. no way. It, do- it doesn't. I don't see someone being like, yeah, this person, you know, traveled around the world in a boat and I'm like, yeah, great. But it doesn't boost up my self-esteem. But mm-hmm. when I hear, you know, the first female black person, or mm-hmm. this was the first black person to achieve this, even though it's mm-hmm. crazy to think that it takes years for a black person to finally achieve something. But mm-hmm. It, it boosts it does boost off our self-esteem so i think mm-hmm. an, um, an important thing about blackness and important things about our black identity mm. as black people black women is that yes we are we, our identity is unique within ourselves mm-hmm. but in a way we are kind of tied not tied up but we are kind of intertwined and like meshed together with mm-hmm. others because it's mm-hmm. seeing the progress seeing the strides of other black people as mm. as it was said in the article, it does boost yourself up. Like mm-hmm. remove and, and true, removing the variable that yes, they could be rich. Like obviously mm-hmm. Michelle Obama and I, two different people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she has money. That's fine. But like yes. seeing someone of black like a black person achieve a goal or do something, mm. it, it does that part of our identity, that blackness mm-hmm. part of our identity does kind of mesh because mm. we see something within ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was I going to say important. you might have um, similarities in intelligence with um, Michelle. <laughs> I was like, I love Michelle. Like, yeah, she definitely has um, some eloquence to her and she's got yeah. a brain on her for sure. Yeah. I love that about her. No, I think yes, no, everything you've raised there is quite pertinent to the issue that we're actually talking about. And again, I think, like you said, elevating ourselves, celebrating ourselves is literally um, um, one aspect of actually boosting our self-esteem and um, our pride in ourselves. And um, I generally, like I said, I tend to find uh, Nigerians a very pri- proudful, well, I can't speak right now, but prideful, actually. They're yeah. very prideful about their blackness, whether it's actually yes. because they're being, it's about being black as a part of their identity or whether it's actually about their nationality, which is another yeah. aspect of their identity. Yeah. But they're generally quite prideful. And I love that because when I see it, I'm like, yes, please continue on. Yes, I love exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, and I just think from from that study as well, I'm just like the fact that they also focused on family cohesion and um, about respecting each other's differences, like especially within the black community. I love that because I was like, that particular aspect is very important the fact that like again the black family is not usually marketed in a sense of um being cohesive or actually being as i suppose we do have the strong connection however when we i suppose when we're looking in the context of america they don't usually look at it in that particular sense where it's Mm. generally a um, dysfunctional family or there's some sort of breakdown so i think i love the fact that again family cohesion could be about i suppose respecting each other's boundaries actually respecting the child (laughs) as a parent yes (laughs) so it could be that as well so it's I, i love the fact that like they actually really brought that up as well and just the respecting um, each other's differences within the black community. That's Ooh. always something that's uh, 
work in it's, progress, but I it's think it's eating, great. And mm. it's very important as well, just saying that, because I think even within the Black community, we mm. all kind of like, you know, when another Black person doesn't act the same way, we're like, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're, you're a different kind of Black. Like, you're very <laughs> different, you know, especially amongst Africans. I'm not even going to talk about, like, yes. say Indigenous people. Mm. Amongst Africans, you know, mm-hmm. there's a way maybe we may joke or laugh. And mm-hmm. when someone isn't like that, we're like, oh, uh, mm-hmm. oh well, this, is, this is different. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we have to celebrate all that. We have mm-hmm. to celebrate that. Yeah. Celebrate yeah. them when they are very much not as quote unquote black because what is black like is it the way i'm speaking is that what makes me black is it yeah. that i'm loud is that what makes me black like yeah. what is it you know so actually it's elevating each and each other's identities and yeah. progress in whatever field they're doing i think that's really important because mm. yeah it's actually that's one of the big things of like respecting that like hey yes. this person is completely yes. different from you even though they're african even if they're from the same country or yes. the same tribe they are very yeah. different from you yeah yeah, amazing. And you know what's actually interesting? You took me back to um, this podcast called Biased Reality that's mm-hmm. based here. Um, and it's by Forrell. And he, like, they were actually talking about uh, how there's not just a monolith to blackness, I suppose, like, that's, we all know that. But mm-hmm. they really went into detail about how, um, I suppose, there's a stereotypical blackness that's... Um, mm-hmm being portrayed and also people are now jumping on that performative bandwagon to actually yep. then try to portray that stereotypical black self whatever that looks like but yeah. i'm getting i think it's more influenced by the american yeah but it was just uh, it just took me to that because i was like yes they were just literally speaking on this and i was like yes i, I love the fact that they spoke about that because it's something that plagues our society as well where if we don't like people that um, don't limit themselves to a particular box, like there is no one way to being black and we're not going to fall into this stereotype. If you don't want to, I suppose, speak in ebonics or if you don't want to particularly um, paint your nails or if you don't want to sag your pants or anything like that, there's nothing wrong. If you don't want to wear your Afro hair as it is, that is okay, you know? Yeah, it's like you're allowed to make a choice as a human being, whether you want to do it or don't do it, like Mm. it's your choice, but it's not going to take away or chip away at the fact that you can claim to be black if you're black. Yeah, that's why I had to make sure. <laughs> just, just add it there, you know. Yeah. Well, exactly. You know what, girl? Thank you so much for actually coming here. But just to wrap it up before we sort of um, end it here. I think generally with mental health tips, I tend to leave people with um, a few things that they can do to maybe boost the, um, I suppose, work on whatever particular strategy is challenges that they're facing in Mm. this particular sense. We're talking about self-love. So some tips on um, boosting their self-love or their self-esteem, definitely even inspired by some of the things that you were saying, it's about being true to yourself in the most Mm -hmm. authentic way that you can. So that's really making sure that you're not limiting yourself. Like you gave an example of um, your friend, not necessarily, um, I suppose, uh, writing about other, I think you said. Other experiences. Other experiences, but mainly focusing on the black experience. Yeah. Yeah. And being very unapologetic about it or presenting into spaces where generally they want assimilation, but actually coming into 
those spaces wearing your headgear or whatever it is that represents yeah. your blackness so being very unapologetic about that yes I, I love that being true to yourself is definitely mm-hmm. one way and then a support network for sure like surround yourself with people that only hype you up obviously not just only hype you up hype you, yeah <laughs> but obviously people that are actually quite um uplifting but then also hold you accountable and Absolutely. part of what i loved about our conversation was how self-aware you were nessa like you were quite self-aware to the point where you were like i know these uh toxic traits and i'm trying to work on it you know holding yourself accountable so that's great and like you said you might have friends and family that would actually tell you as well that hey this is a little too passionate right now. Let's be, <laughs> let's go down. Yeah. <laughs> let's chill it. Like, let's not ruin anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, but I love that. And like you said, um, you, one of the things that I love that you actually said was about actually immersing yourself in things that only boost the positives about your black yeah. experience. So I, th- I think that's something that um, I suppose being, brought up in in a white supremacist society it's hard Mm. to actually try to now shift your your norm from like watching white tv or anything like that so i know i i don't i don't find any joy in just watching white people on a screen i definitely need a bit of color i need to see other ethnics for sure so um definitely simple things like actually listening to music that's uplifting like that's that's as simple as actually um boosting your self-esteem as a black person yeah Yeah. what other thing would you do to immerse yourself nessa i think one immerse yourself in like as we said like a tribe and stuff but healthy black people Mm, sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to even be like all Mm. friends but Mm -hmm. just people you may hear about or let's say you go into a networking and just immerse yourself in that Mm. just be like i want to see how these other black people are doing and Mm -hmm. hearing other black stories Mm -hmm. um yeah immerse yourself in black stories i think Mm. it's really really important because i think sometimes we can get into a mindset of oh being black in australia oh like i'm the only one going through this in my workplace or oh like we can sometimes get into that habit Mm -hmm, but then mm -hmm. when you listen to black stories or you listen to stories of fierce women who knew how to just be like Mm. hey look no Mm -hmm. or listen to black stories of people you know overcoming certain Mm -hmm. things or reading stories or reading books or memoirs Mm -hmm. i think when you immerse yourself to those Mm -hmm. black stories Mm -hmm. you do really like shift and i think for me and i'll do a quick shout out like one of my favorite books I have, like memoirs, I should say, I've now um, read was by Elaine Welt. Welt okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, dang. I forgot the name of the book. It's like a blue book. I forgot mm. the name already. No, I, th- but... I think I know which one you're talking about. Um, yes. 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 Um, and like the way she spoke about um, just like growth and learning and just Aha, it's called More Than Enough. Thank you. The book is called More Than Enough. Yes, perfect. Yes, but just reading about a Black story and reading about a Black woman doing something that really is just normal, finishing Mm. university. And I get it, this is America, but I think it related so much to me, like finishing university, not knowing what she's going to do, and then just working, things falling in line. Obviously, it's not going to be the same for everyone, but when Mm. you immerse yourself in these stories thinking, 
it is possible. I'm not just going to read a book on Elon Musk because mm. yes, he's great. And yes, he's white and powerful, but I mm. don't relate to that. He's mm. not black. Mm. He's not a woman. Um, so just learning to relate yourself to black stories. I think it's really great for mental health and it mm. helps embody who you are mm-hmm. as an African, as a black person, because you then realize, okay, yes, one, there's, it makes you acknowledge, yes, there's glass ceilings that need to be broken, mm-hmm. but I'm actually capable of doing it. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think um again, like you're highlighting and pointing out the the main strategies that people could actually be using to just I suppose elevate a bit of love for yourself as a black yeah. person. Yeah. No, I think that's fantastic. Um I just had a few more which were about um some other things that you actually mentioned as well about nurturing yourself so yeah. really doing things that you love to take care of yourself first mm. again the method to my madness with all those questions earlier was about <laughs> pointing out I suppose being in tune with yourself and actually finding things that make you happy and make you comfortable within yourself to actually yeah. accept yourself on all t- on all levels and really to feel like Again, if anyone was to try and um, threaten your image, your self-image, you, you'll be able to actually defend it and actually say, no, this is um, who I am. I'm deeply rooted. I'm grounded in myself. Mm, so absolutely. I can actually um, defend myself against whatever particular rhetoric you might be spitting at me. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. Love that. Love yeah. And I think, uh, again, self-awareness, like I mentioned, that was, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's very important to be self-aware in all, in all levels, really. Um, yeah. that's, that's, that's how you, you realize um, if you're self-aware, you can actually realize if there's a dissonance in how you accept yourself as a black person. Um, I know I personally, because um, I practice daily gratitude every single day, I write in a journal. And yes. I, I tend to now, I've, I've actually been following um, June Allen uh, recently, which is, uh, and she does a lot of racial wellness stuff. So her work is amazing. I would say, please, if you ever check get a chance, out. just to actually yes. check her out. Because one of the things that she actually said was, just write about the things that you actually like about being black. Like what Mm. does your blackness do for you? And yes, it is a construct that may not have been made for us. um, That was actually imposed upon us in a sense. However, I suppose you as a black person or as an African person, think about how that influences your daily life and Mm. how you, let's say um, actually are able to, connect with it and the positive aspects of it so for me i tend to then look at maybe okay is my determination influenced by how i am as a black person for example oh. where i'm like i will continue um try to persevere until i actually yeah. achieve something that i've been trying to work on you know so just simple things like that and that for me i've found that like since i've started um journaling with that particular intention has actually shifted uh, a particular way i viewed certain aspects of my blackness and again that's a level of self-awareness that i had to Mm. realize that i was sometimes i was downplaying the actual strengths of my black identity you know Mm-mm. so yeah i love i love the fact that like again i'm only viewing a lot of strengths really when i look at blackness not necessarily yeah. the deficits yeah and then so lastly 
celebrating our successes, like you said, achievements. I talked about this before, but I think it's something that I can never get tired of saying because it's very important. We need to make our own, I suppose, award shows, award systems or whatever it is because there is a benchmark that's always moved, um, like actually a goalpost that's always moved every single time a black person tries to get to get to that point by institutions so we need to make our own because we know that we're very much capable we've been capable for the longest so i think definitely celebrating ourselves is on the agenda isn't it absolutely and i think you know we have to remove the oh you know like like you don't want to seem proud or anything like you actually need we need to do this. Even if it's just not for ourselves, mm-hmm. we always say do it for others because you don't know who's listening to your story. Mm-hmm. You don't know. And if you aren't celebrating, and to be honest, whether we like to believe it or not, <laughs> it's just success that people actually look at first, not just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, she's a black woman. It's mm-hmm. actually, what has she done? Because yeah. I don't want to just be following someone who hasn't done anything or who That's hasn't correct. stood up for anything. Mm-hmm. So we need to hype things up because how are people going to know? Mm-hmm. How are we going to get our name into mm-hmm. spaces or create spaces for ourselves when mm-hmm. we aren't hyping up our own achievements? So I think it's yes. really important. I and agree. no achievement, I think, is too small. Like, yeah. Tracy, beginning a podcast, that's a massive achievement. Yeah. Like, it's a massive <laughs> being like, who's going to listen to me? Like, yeah. that's, it's an achievement knowing that, hey, like people are listening or I'm having a following because at the end of the day, that's something someone can look up to and be like, actually, I may not know her, but I know this amazing thing that Mm. she's doing and that's an achievement within itself. Mm. So absolutely oh, do that great and on that note let us give you a round of applause for your own podcast to uncommon <laughs> podcast you can definitely find her on insta but Thank could you. you be the one to give us your handles so all right that- so my look at us sounds so like influencer like <laughs> um so on my personal handle is at nessa wood so mm-hmm. underscore n-e-double-s-a-w-o-o-d-e mm-hmm. and then my um, podcast handle is underscore so at underscore uncommon podcast just mm. a bit spelled um and um yeah i for me i just think as we're saying this is another way for us to immerse so immerse yourself in black stories immerse mm-hmm. yourself in you know black people sometimes it's hard especially with social media following someone you, you don't know you're like oh this is so weird but mm-hmm. if you see they're doing something amazing immerse yourself in that because i think it's really important mm-hmm. um to do so yeah yeah for sure no thank you so much nessa and for everyone that's listening whether it's just one or two people <laughs> <laughs> I would still encourage you to actually um, join in the dialogue for sure. Like I, I would love to hear how you love on yourself as well yeah, and how absolutely. you show up for your black self. And yeah, I think it's, it's great just to have dialogue. So I'm really ready to um, bombard everyone on Insta again. So you can find yes. me at black mentality underscore. And that should be it for today, guys. Thank you so much for actually listening in. And we had a long conversation, but I loved it. Again, Absolutely. thank you, Nessa, for being so vulnerable and very open and giving out some gems, really. Like you were able to actually contribute to a lot of uh, mental health tips in terms of how people can boost their self esteem and self love techniques. So oh. thank you so much to that. Yeah. But thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.